0: So tell us about basics of rifle. Like you got a, so one of
1: your sweet rifles. Here. I have, I have one of the most unbasic rifles here with me. Um, so, uh, basics of firearms with, or, or rifles in general. Um, when it comes to it, you have a bunch of different pieces. There's once again, there's tons of different manufacturers. This one is a cobalt kinetics, um, rifle, which is actually, uh, using a prototype barrel that will eventually become one of my signature rifles, uh, which I'm really excited about. But um, this rifle in general is slightly off from the standard AR 15 that you would ever see. And most of the ones that you see that is portrayed on the internet or in movies and stuff like that, they're slightly different. You know, there's variations in them in many ways, but you essentially have stock grips, you know, hand guards, barrels, um, the standard things that you would need to, to shoot, with when when it comes to one of these but this one has a couple different things that that change it a bit so on this i use a a variable powered optic so it's a one to ten magnification on it but i also have a small red dot on top so it gives me different things uh, different ways of aiming different ways to utilize them um the cool part about this just like we talked about at uh at lunch there uh we don't have any problems with any kind of uh electromagnetic issues because now the reticle is etched into the glass so the glass is there it doesn't need uh, it doesn't need any kind of batteries it's kind of cool so if the apocalypse happened and emps are going off (laughs) that rifle would still work it would still work it would do most of the work the only things that wouldn't work is probably this little red dot this little guy and this little guy because they're powered by batteries so um but but this rifle here going further up, um, they use a really cool barrel nut technology that's not like a normal barrel nut. Uh, Cobalt Kinetics, uh, they use a barrel jam that is slightly different. So the upper receiver actually opens up more. The barrel sits into the upper receiver, and then there's a barrel jam that screws down over the barrel, mm-hmm. almost like a, a giant shim, and goes right over it, screws down, and clamps the barrel into the upper really tight to the point that there's very little movement in the barrel when it shoots it's kind of cool so the barrel harmonics are slightly minimized or changed per se
0: yeah i remember when i shot that
1: i assume that was the one i, I, shot I think you shot force. the 12 inch one but yeah
0: but comparing the the recoil <laughs> on my rifle i have a one of my rifles pws it kicks pretty hard especially if you're you know pumping multiple rounds and mm-hmm. then shooting the cobalt kinetics one you had is like it recoils like a paintball gun
1: yeah it's I was, super I was soft
0: stunned at how what a night and day difference it was
1: yeah, there's there's some things that you could do to make your softer to an extent like buffer springs and buffers but uh but the ways that these come from the factory is really cool like they they take pride into tuning their equipment to make it more usable for most people and it's not like a boutique thing it's that's their standard so it's kind of cool and then um and then going up my rail here, my handguards, I have a couple different things. So I have a laser uh, device that is meant for using with night vision or with your eyes, right? There's a visible setting also, but it's mainly for night vision use. It's called the B. Myers Mall. And then I also have my my cloud um, Rain 2.0, which is their their light. And it's just a really high-powered light, um, essentially a spot Is spotlight. it for red too, or is it just the no, light? No, it's just white light.
0: So you don't use infrared on your rifles?
1: Not uh, not in white light form. The laser device has its own uh, flood that kind of looks like a flashlight in IR. So it's it's a one one system that does both. It's kind of cool. So it's it's very very usable and and super useful. And then lastly at the end of my muzzle is a suppressor. So this this one's from a company called Huxworks and it's Probably Is it the OSS one, it's old OSS or uh, OSS used to be the name of the company. Oh, so they changed the name, mm-hmm. but it's the same, same peeps. And so, tell us the diff the
0: difference on that type of suppressor versus the normal, like a surefire.
1: So, a couple different things, right? So, surefires they use a baffle system to kind of control the gases that are going in and expanding, right? So, it, it's essentially a muffler for your gun and um and i don't know why they're demonized so much uh probably because of hollywood to an extent yeah it's oh you don't need that it's a misconception but um you want to kill people silently (laughs) that's why you want it bad guys don't use these so uh if you think about it like the suppressor is actually really good for you um it's something that protects your hearing a lot more um, guns are loud. Yeah. Especially that that even without them. And even suppressors are loud. Like we still wear hearing protection with these. But if in the case I had to use it without hearing protection, like in a hunting situation where I'm not wearing, you know, earmuffs or plugs, um, and I'm, I'm hunting anything, deer, people, whatever it is that you have to do, um, depending on your context and your situation, um, you end up, actually protecting your hearing a lot better than you would if you were shooting this thing without it. Um, The other thing is uh, these Huxworks cans work with a flow through design. So kind of like a turbine. So all the gases are going in and back and in and back through these little chambers and eventually coming out these ports that are on the front. So it's, it's very, very soft shooting can that provides some, some uh, relief to the shooter. But it also so you don't get the bad blowback. you Exactly. Do in the other ones. All the all the all burning are... <laughs> sensation when that stuff hits your eyes. It's it's terrible. Also, when you when you go and you inhale that, that's a lot of carbon and lead into your your system. That you as a normal recreational shooter wouldn't matter, but somebody that shoots on a, a more than weekly basis like I do, um, this is really useful because it keeps all those gases out of my face. It also makes it so there's no over gassing or under gassing of the system. So a lot of suppressors because they don't have enough or they change the gas dwell times for the bull carrier and stuff, there's going to be a lot different um, when it comes to the recoil and also how many gases are going back in there and how it's going to reciprocate and whether it's going to be reliable. This keeps the, the, the rifle shooting the same as it would without it. So it's, it's a very neutral can it's it's kind of cool um and it and it provides just that simplicity or those those few different simple things but it uh it makes me uh receive less gases into my eyes breathe less gases into my mouth or my system and also shoot the gun It, it shoots the gun a little quieter so it's it's and nicer. it's
0: easier to get it on and off versus the surefire collar which tends to cake up when it gets a
1: little gunky yeah then
0: it gets hard to get off we've used rifle. a wrench
1: a couple times yeah. for it yeah and uh and every suppressor gets stuck to an extent but it's annoying and and this one just unscrews uh the other cool part uh that that i prefer when it comes to suppressors too is um like you're considered more polite you know you're, you're shoot, civilized yeah it's very civilized uncivilized to shoot unsuppressed yeah <laughs> exactly but yeah, and that's uh that's my my rifle, my handgun in a nutshell. So uh, going to the website, if you're looking for a class or want to go to a class or take a class, uh, you can just scroll down on the homepage and you can see all the classes that I have going on in 2022, 2023 so far. It's a living document, so it just continues to like grow. Or when a class passes, I delete it off of there. But let's say you wanted to go to any of these, like let's say uh, weaponized geometry in Vero Beach you'd click it and it would take you right to the weaponized geometry page. And you would just have to select which date depending on which dates were available. And if it's, um, lighter gray color, that means it's out of stock. So you wouldn't be able to do it because these classes sell out pretty quick. Uh, but you can be notified if a slot opens up and somebody canceled on me. And, uh, and as long as there's enough time to fill the spot, you would get notified and you can pay for your spot in the class. But every class is like this where you can, you can click right onto it from the schedule and it'll take you right to all the available classes and dates and locations. And they're all over the U S and if you see one that you, you want to do and it's not anywhere near you and you have the ability to host or have the facility to host, that's where you would go to that hosting tab again and go through that process of hosting. It's actually very easy. I'm not very high maintenance when it comes to things, uh, I'd rather get more people to come learn than make it so complicated that people can't learn right that they, they're not going to be willing to go through the the hoops to get me there to actually go through the process of learning
0: so private individuals, law enforcement, I know sometimes you train some military units as well yep, so anybody that wants to host a class or to have John teach your unit your the guys you work with in law enforcement or just your friends or family. This is the process. I highly recommend. It.
1: Super simple.